You're listening to the best breakfast show in the land. All right, so the South African working women have made progress in achieving equal pay for equal work, right? But the question now uh, that stems from the 2022 Women's Report uh, by the South African Board for People Practices is whether tax... And the tax system is actually treating women and men equally. And on the line to help us unpack this, we've got Dr. Leanne Stienkamp. Good morning, Doc. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Now, I'm looking at the report so beautifully laid out on the website. Uh, The 2022 Women's Report article hovers on the equity lens over the realities that are created for women by South African fiscal policy. And what is the actual reality? Are we at a place where we can say as women, there is equity and there, there is no parity? Look, a lot of progress has been made, especially um, since post-1994 and with the introduction of the Constitution. So on the face of it, there doesn't seem to be any obvious gender discrimination. After all, we have a unisex tax table, right? But when you start scratching the surface, you realize that the tax system has not kept pace with the socioeconomic realities that women face, especially lower-income women and more so those who are single mothers. And this isn't because there is something necessarily wrong with the tax laws. It is because of the underlying societal issues. And I think it's time that government takes a look at our tax system again, specifically at the gender issues, and perhaps start introducing some tax relief lower-income women. Yeah, and I like that you speak about tax relief because the first paper of this women's report on women report, womensreport.africa is actually written by you, Dr. Leanne Stienkamp, and you talk about <laughs> yes. equal pay but unequal taxes. I didn't even know that this is a thing. Yes, I've been a tax lecturer for more than a decade, and some of these issues surprised me as well. And I thought, listen, knowledge is power. And let's start by unpacking the basic issues here. The report is available for free download. Um, and hopefully we can start getting the conversation going. Mm. So the first point that I want to make is that due to historic differences in the gender pay gap, which still persists, by the way, in South Africa and globally, and the fact that women take career breaks mm. to raise children, uh, the caregiving role still falls primarily on women. Absolutely. Who, um, have to perform unpaid care work like raising children, taking care of aging parents, sick family members, and that means there's an opportunity cost for them. They cannot focus on careers as much as men can, for example. All of those underlying factors mean that women earn less over time. And we see that filtering through in the tax statistics um, that is released by the South African Revenue Service SARS each year. So women congregate in the lower income tax brackets. And as you move up the income tax brackets to higher thresholds, we see that the men dominate the higher income levels. So only 14% um, of the top, top tax bracket consists of women. Jeez. And so that is symptomatic of the underlying issues. Sure. And I mean, when you talk about that, and then I look at the second paper that you've written in this particular report, Minding the Gender Pension Gap, obviously if I'm getting paid less and um, I'm contributing less in taxes and my, 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 my uh, passive income and my portfolio is smaller, my pension is going to be smaller. 
Yes, exactly. Um, so there's a, a domino effect. So when I started putting the thread for, for the tax issues, it unraveled, and I realized, okay, hang on, there's more to write here. And I looked at the retirement um, issues as well, and it's exactly as you say. If you earn less and you take career breaks and so forth, it means you have less to save and you have less to put away for retirement. And because of the compound nature of, of savings and investing in your um, in shares and other investment vehicles, it means that you end up with a lot less when you have to retire at 60 or 65. And the other issue is that women live longer than men. Mm. So you have a smaller pension income that you have to make stretch for sure. longer. Um, and we know that the cost of health care is just skyrocketing. So it's all of these factors um, that are compounding and it actually works against women. And but it's not new issues that I've uncovered, but I think it's worthwhile highlighting mm. them again. Speaking of highlighting, I'd like to find out if you're able to comment on this. Um, so you've looked at the gender, but also we know that black women are probably at the bottom, bottom of the food chain. How does then the difference lie between white women in this top 10 percent that you're talking about? I'm just wondering, are there even black women there? Look, I didn't um, look at that disaggregated uh, uh, data, and I'm not even sure if that is available uh, for the SARS revenue statistics. That they only provided the gender disaggregated data. But if we look at the statistics from Stats SA, what we can see there is that more than 40% of households in South Africa are headed by female breadwinners. And it gets even worse. If you look at child rearing, mm-hmm. um, children living with only the single mothers, that's up to 42%, versus only 4% living with their single fathers. Sure. So what we can definitely see from the stats is that single mothers carry the highest burden. It's almost like a double whammy. Yeah. All these caregiving responsibilities and you earn less. Absolutely. And speaking of caregiving responsibilities, I mean, something as simple as going to the shop to buy bread and to buy groceries, um, you analyze the impact of that and the country, which is the country's second largest tax revenue stream and how uh, the consumption of that uh, falls disproportionately on women. Because obviously, as breadwinners and as single parents, most of the time, we are the ones buying the groceries and the household goods. Precisely. And the the data is quite clear across all developing countries, not just South Africa. That is the largest or second largest contributor to the fiscus. And we see that women carry a disproportionate burden. And it's exactly for the reason that you've highlighted. Because of the caregiving function that women fulfill, women buy the groceries, uh, women take the kids to school, pay the education fees, take uh, the kids to the doctor, etc., those expenses come from the women's pocket. Of course, I am generalizing, but that is what the stats show us. On average, women um, carry the, the heavier VAT burden. Yeah. And you may recall from a few years ago, there was a lot of pushback from civil society organizations, uh, which resulted in some feminine hygiene products being yes. added to the zero-rated list uh, under the VAT Act. So theoretically, at least, that 15% cost saving would be passed on to the consumer. And what I've proposed in my research 
perhaps it's also time for government to consider expanding that list, adding more items that especially the lower-income women have to purchase sure. as part of their household goods. So that's one of the solutions that we can look at. Dr. Stienkamp, you have been of great help. Remember, and um, also we cannot wait to read more of this report. It's the Women's Report.Africa. You can find it right now, Women's Report.Africa. Dr. Lee and Stienkamp, love the work that you do, and please continue to hold that baton for us women so we can just break that ceiling, right? Thank you so much. Appreciate your time. And she is the postgraduate. She is the head of the postgraduate diploma in financial planning at Stellenbosch Business School and a contributor of the 2022 Women's Report. Go catch it right now. It's the Women's Report, and you can find it on womensreport.africa. Hashtag the takeoff at Radio 2000 ZA on all social media platforms. Be part of an award-winning team.